episode of the Steve Freeman podcast is brought to you by performance inspired nutrition. Live a more healthy and active lifestyle with the all natural plant based products from performance inspired nutrition. Now, whether you're wanting to lose weight, maintain weight, get started in the gym or amp up your workouts. Performance Inspired Nutrition has exactly what you need. From whole food daily multivitamins, beauty and collagen support, zinc supplements, which is so important right now, and diet and energy support with natural metabolic enhancement, all the way to whey protein powder, apple cider vinegar pills, and the amazing turmeric capsules, which I love. Such a great anti-inflammatory and all-natural. Performance Inspired Nutrition has you covered. Check out pi-nutrition.com to learn more. Don't forget. Enter code Steve at checkout. Get 10% off your order. Live a more healthy and active lifestyle with the all-natural plant-based products from Performance Inspired Nutrition at pi-nutrition.com. We're also brought to you by the Artist Development Academy at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Get the information, access, and guidance you need to be successful in the music business direct from hit songwriters, multi-platinum selling producers, Grammy winners, label and publishing company executives, All of our members get instant access to our entire online library of courses like YouTube for Musicians, Monetize Your Music, The Art of uh, Artist Development, The Artist Development Masterclass, The Art of Songwriting with five-time CSAC Songwriter of the Year, Reggie Hamm. It's all right there for you. Plus, our members get instant access to our members-only forum where you can post your work for feedback, you can meet co-writers and collaborators, and you can build those music industry relationships will help take your career to the next level. Right now, because you are a loyal listener to the podcast, I'm giving you 30% off. When you go to artistdevelopmentacademy.com and sign up, you're going to get 30% off your annual membership. So head over to artistdevelopmentacademy.com and check it out. And don't forget, enter code Steve at checkout and get 30% off. It's been a tough year. It's been a tough two years. Some could even argue that it's been a tough three years. The end of political season is right upon us. The election is tomorrow. And I got to be honest with you, I'm a little worried about tomorrow. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast. The real, raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. Uh, Good to have you here. I hope everybody had a happy and safe Halloween. Um, I know we did around my house. Uh, It was kind of broken up we call kind of went to other places uh so that the you know it's the kids even though you know my youngest daughter is is going on 14 halloween's still a big thing so you know she wanted to be with her friends and then i've got the senior in high school and they had their friends over so it was a good time ate way too much candy uh none of what we were handing out because we're not one of those loser families that hands out like you know the the uh, the good healthy for you snacks yeah we are completely the Reese's Pieces and and Snickers and and Three Musketeers type family Um, but nevertheless hope you had a a safe and happy Halloween Um, I I wanted to to, well let me get the business out of the way first Uh, don't forget rate review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts it is so important guys I, I can't even tell you because of Apple's new algorithm the more you rate us five stars and the more written reviews that we get 
the more they push the show out to new audiences. And I have a number that I'm trying to hit. I want to hit 500,000 listeners per month. That's what I want to hit. You can help us get there by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. I also learned something that I did not know the other day. If you're not subscribed, you have to wait about three hours later than everybody else. So I know my team, they set this podcast to go live at 6.30 every Monday and Friday morning. Only subscribers actually get the podcast delivered to them at 6.30. For everybody else that listens, if you're not subscribed, you're going to get it around 8.30, 9.30 in the morning. So about three hours later. So it's important to subscribe. Um, also, I'm, I'm loving getting your voicemails. We're going to start featuring those in, in some upcoming episodes. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail with a question, have me answer it right here uh, on the podcast like you've heard in previous episodes. Go to thestevefreeman.com. Uh, halfway down the middle of the page, uh, it says, send me, leave me a voicemail on the right-hand side. Click that, leave a voicemail, and we'll feature it right here on the podcast. Um, we're also really enjoying the growing of the new Facebook group. Go to facebook.com forward slash the Steve Freeman, and you can find a link right there to our private Facebook group. Some great members. It's growing. It grew like crazy last month. But I will also say the listenership, October was a record-breaking month. Thanks to you guys for listening. So it was a record-breaking month. But go over and check out uh, the the Facebook group. We would love love to have you. Um, I want to touch on something uh, really quickly. And I I didn't post anything about this on social media. Um, But as time passes, the end of the year is, is getting here. We've we've lost. 2020 has just been a shit show. Uh, There's no other way to put it. 2020 has been horrible. Uh, From COVID to the losses that we've had with with musicians and actors. um, Just this last couple of weeks has been the country music world, songwriting world has been hit pretty hard. Um, The recording world, JT Kornfloss, a very famous uh, session guitarist that I've worked with. Many times, uh, you've you. It's impossible for you to turn on country radio and not hear a song that JT has played on. Uh, he passed away. Um, Billy Joe Shaver passed away, and I don't have notes in front of me. I know there and there's there's far more people. Um, but the other night, this or the other morning, it hit me really hard. A friend of mine, Sean Scruggs, another session bass player uh, here in Nashville, uh, was killed in a car accident. And, uh, you know, he leaves behind kids and a family and, and it's just, uh, it's just sad. So sad. You, you don't, I, Sean messaged me not even maybe four months ago on, on Facebook and we wanted to get together and our schedules just never, you know, never jived to where we could get together. I would give anything to be able to go back and, and, uh, maybe go have coffee with him one more time. But I, I say that because I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the election. Some of you love it when I get into politics. Some of you absolutely hate it when I get into politics. But I think all of the loss that we've incurred over this last year, we should really be taking the opportunity to value more than what we're seeing on TV. You know, I've traveled this country more in the last three years than I have my entire life. I've been to so many states uh, doing many different things. 
film shoots, music video shoots, speaking engagements, getting the house out in California. I've been all over the country. And I got to be real honest with you. I, I don't think, based on my experience, that this country is as divided against one another as the media wants you to believe that it is. What our media and news outlets have become is pointing a camera at the person with the megaphone in the crowd. And the loudest voices in the room are often the ones that get the attention. But I know because of traveling so much and meeting so many different people from all different walks of life, all different races, all different sexual orientations, I'm not seeing out in the real world this hate and division that we're being sold and that we're being told is happening and this going on in the country right now. And we're being told that it's all Trump's fault. I just don't buy into that based on my experiences. Now, there may be some of you, well, Steve, you live in a, in a padded room. So I don't. I, I work with, I deal with people on a, on a daily basis that are just regular, normal people. And I've been talking to them about this as well. And they're saying the same thing. It's the news that's telling us that we're divided. It's the media telling us that we're divided. Because what they do is they go pick the far right nuts and the far left nuts and, and that have the most differing and opposing v- views and opinions. And those are the voices that we put out. And we say that those people at either end represent the whole. And they don't. Each one of those groups represents such a small piece and portion of the citizenship of the United States. It's not even funny. Race has been a huge factor this year with what's going on. I don't see that as and it wouldn't matter if it was Obama in the White House or Trump in the White House. I don't think it's the president's fault. There's no way in the world that that man sitting in that chair in the Oval Office has anything to do with what's going on in any inner city streets. He has nothing to do with the involvement of the police in the local communities. Now, I'm not saying we don't have problems in this country. We've got serious problems in this country, and they need to be addressed. But what I see is a lot of people are are blaming the man in the White House when most of the issues and the problems you're having are state-level problems. They are local-level problems. There is The government has no oversight or control over your local police department. That is a local thing. That is a city thing. That is a county thing. That is a state thing. Has nothing to do with the federal government or your United States senators or United States representatives. If you want to see a change in your local community, you need to stop overlooking and overstepping the local politicians and blaming everything on everybody in Washington. Now, they're a bunch of fucking idiots as well. Don't get me wrong. They are a bunch of self-centered, greedy motherfuckers that are out 100% for themselves. Because you, you have to look at things, and I'm picking on her because it's been in the news, but you have to look at people like Nancy Pelosi, who was worth like $300,000 when she went into Congress and she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars now. 
You can point to the same thing on on the Republican side as well. Pick any of them that you want. They are more valuable and worth more from a net worth perspective personally than when they went into public office and they don't make that big of a salary. At some point, we realized that that being and serving in public office, whether it's local, we've got a local politician here in Nashville. I just hate his fucking guts. I think he's a fucking moron. Now, everybody loves him. Everybody loves this guy. No, he's a fucking douchebag. He's out 100% for himself. And it killed me when I, when I went over to vote, early vote the other day, that he was running unopposed. I, I, it blows me away. If people are as fed up as they say they are, and you are as upset as you are, and you want things to change, how in the world can you go vote? And there were three candidates on my ballot that were running unopposed. Then you're not that fucking concerned. Or you're one of these people that just wants to sit back in, in the peanut gallery and you want to lob insults and you want to lob hate this and hate that and don't elect this and don't elect that, but you don't do anything about it. There's no action behind your words. You're not going up there and putting your name on the ballot. But getting back to my point, I've traveled all over this country. I don't see the hate. I don't see the division. I see scared. I see worried. I see concerned. I see cautious optimism. But I think that is a product of what we're seeing on our mainstream news. We see that as a product of social media has taken over our life. And it is no, you. It, there's not even any way whatsoever that you can argue with me on this point. Social media, by and large, is liberal controlled. It is Democrat controlled. You've got Twitter banned the White House press secretary's account because she posted a link to a story that that was that has been corroborated and is 100% true by the New York Post about and it was negative about Biden. They banned the White House press secretary's Twitter account. They are banning and suppressing the voices they don't agree with. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, everybody should agree with free speech. Everybody should agree that it shouldn't just be your opinion that people get to hear. And this, we can't have this. Facebook is doing the same thing. There was a study, and I wish I had the numbers. I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But Facebook started this verification fact-checking thing, which they are now backing off. But it was coming out, and they were showing that like 80 to 85% of any Republican that was posting something, their post would be accompanied by the fact check thing. Whether it was true or not, Democrats didn't have that problem. They want Trump out of the White House so bad. They've tried everything. And I'm going to tell you my opinion on why I think that is in just a second. But they want him out of the White House so bad. They've tried everything, despite the fact that anything they've tried to look for has been wrong. They want him out so bad they are willing to attack our First Amendment freedoms and our First Amendment right 
to freedom of speech to get him out. We have mainstream media outlets and the major leading social media outlets silencing one side of the conversation. Actively silencing the voices of people that don't agree with their agenda. And I I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. That should bother you. If if you're if if we you know we hear we're not red state we're not blue states we're all the United States okay well if that's the case and that you love it when the candidates talk like that if you really believe that then it should bother you with any outlet suppressing freedom of speech there are a lot of things I don't agree with Cardi B and and WAP I think it's a piece of trash it's a waste of time effort energy. But it's her right. I don't like how she's using it. But it's her right. Tomorrow, I don't know what's going to happen. I know that I am a little worried about tomorrow, if I'm being honest. Because we have allowed the extremes at either end to be the loudest voices in the room and to amass some sort of control over small groups of people, I am concerned with what's going to happen regardless. If Biden wins, I'm a little little worried because people see what is going on and the freedoms that are being taken away even as we speak. Even the, the basic freedom of speech, we're not allowed to even say what's on our mind. We're not even allowed to do that anymore. That's being suppressed. So if the party wins, that that is being in favor of, that worries me a little bit. I don't think there's going to be a good response to that. If Trump wins, the, the Democrats are going to lose their absolute fucking mind. They've tried everything. They have literally tried everything. Now, I think Trump's going to win. And matter of fact, I'll go a step further and I'll tell you, I hope he does win. And I'll tell you why. This election for me, as does most elections, comes down to one issue. And I'm sure that there's a lot of you out there that are going to say, well, that's narrow minded and and whatever the fuck. I don't care what you think. I'm not voting for you. I'm not voting for your cause. I'm voting, and every time that I cast my ballot and I, and I vote, I'm voting for the things that are going to affect me and my immediate circle. So I care about a lot of these social issues, but in all honesty, they don't fucking affect me. Most of them do not affect me. One thing does affect me, and that's the economy. That's what I'm voting on. I'm not voting on whether I like the individual personally. I'm not voting on whether I agree with everything that person does or the way they conduct their business or the way they conduct themselves personally, or I'm not voting on that issue. I'm voting strictly on the economy. And most of you that are listening to this podcast, you should be voting on that issue as well. You cannot go to the ballot and vote on race. You cannot go to the ballot and vote on any of these other 
issues that they're trying to make us think are bigger issues than they really are. You can't vote on those because those things will never change. There will always be racial divide in this country because of its origin. There will always be issues there. There will always be problems and they will never be solved. Issues like abortion. There are too many people on both sides. It will always be a contention. It will, it will never please one side or the other. Most people vote on issues that will never be solved. Healthcare will never be solved. There will never be an option that everybody agrees with. It will never be solved. And almost every other issue, climate change, will never be solved because you'll never get a majority to agree. Any of these other things will never be solved. The economy, however, is a day-to-day floating, fluent thing that your vote directly does matter. Most of you listening to this podcast, I'm going to tell you the reason that I vote based on the economy. Because my business, myself, depends on people, wealthy people that have money, spending money. And so do you as well. I don't care if you've got a regular job. I don't care if you sing in a bar down on Lower Broadway or wherever it is that you live. I don't care if you go clock into a job somewhere. At the top of that food chain is a corporation making money. As long as they make money, you will keep making money. If they stop making money or their taxes get raised and they don't have as much money, they will start cutting from the bottom. Now, the evil thing about corporations and business, nobody cuts at the top. Nobody's cutting the CEO's $15 million a year salary to make sure that people you know, below that, that 100 people making $30,000 a year get to keep their job. It doesn't happen. And that's evil and that's bullshit. But if I put $15 million into your pocket, you're going to do the same damn thing. Don't act like you would. Don't act all high and mighty like, oh, well, I would know the fuck you wouldn't. And those of you that said that have never had real money. We are selfish people. We, we, are, we are predatory in nature, but most importantly, we are self-protective and self-insulating first. We're always going to look out for ourselves first. And in all honesty, that's our priority. We should look out for ourselves. That's why the economy is the major issue that I'm voting for. Because when I hear Biden admit he's raising taxes, that scares me. That tells me that the people that I count on that invest in my businesses, that, that need money to, to, to buy my products, if they don't have the money, that affects me. And when I look at a candidate say he's going to add all of these regulations back in, we're going to have all of the look at the tax plan, people. If you and this is the thing, again, most of everybody out there is voting on issues that don't make a difference one way or the other on your average, ordinary daily life. Everybody should be voting on issues that affect you every day. If you go take a look at Biden's tax plan, you would never vote for the man. Ever, if you care about your family, if you care about your ability to provide for your family, you wouldn't vote for the man. 
because you would look at that. But most most people don't do that. Y'all have no idea. And I'm not saying you in particular that are listening, but I'm saying the public in general has no idea. They listen to what a candidate says and they go by that. Very few people actually look at the plan. Same thing happened with 50 Cent. Now, he's getting a huge backlash because he's come out and endorsed Trump. He came out and he endorsed Trump and said he was voting for Trump because he looked at Biden's tax plan. He didn't say I'm voting for Trump because I think he's not a white supremacist or not a racist or not a bad guy or is not. It's the economy. That's what affects us day in and day out. The price of gas, how much money you make. Does the company have enough money to give you a raise at the end of the year so that you can move your family forward a little bit? Do you have more money at the end of the month than you did last month? Do you have the opportunity to make more money next year than you did this year? Is there opportunity for advancement? And does that advancement, does that coincide with an increase in wage? Those are the issues, folks, that that we have to face every day. Whether or not they're going to pack the Supreme Court doesn't fucking matter. What you think about abortion doesn't matter. They're ancillary items, and they're things you can sit around and you can worry about, oh, my God, I hope they don't overturn Roe v. Wade, or my God, I hope we we are able to. At the end of the day, what does it really fucking matter? It doesn't. A lot of people out there, they say COVID is the big issue. I don't think COVID's the big issue. I think Trump's going to win in a landslide. This may not age well. (laughs) Let me say that. This may not age well. I think he's going to win in a landslide because I think real people are voting on the economy. They're voting on the issues that affect them from the moment their eyes wake every morning until the time they go to bed and they close their eyes. What has affected me from 630 in the morning until 11 o'clock at night? That's what I care about. What that they control affects my wife and my two kids and my mom and my dad and my immediate family members. What affects them on a day to day basis? That's what I'm voting for. The things that I can't change, my personal opinions don't matter. Sure, I have my beliefs, but they don't matter. What matters is what affects us every day. And you can get sidetracked with all of the the mudslinging and all of that. But when real people take a look at the real issues, the difference in the two candidates is stark. I'm going, to, I'm going to be honest with you. I look at Joe Biden and I see a guy that doesn't want to be there to begin with. I think every time they sh- he looks fucking tired and just like, I'm doing this because I feel like it's owed to me, but I really don't want to be here. I really don't want to be going through this. Every political candidate is going to have some sort of scandal. What's going on right now with his son? I think it's a big, I, I think to, they have the proof. Trump's been involved in shit, too. Anybody that gets to the level of where these guys are, they have done dirty deals to get there. And that's all of us. I always love how people sit and we point at other people. I've done bad shit in my life. I've done under the table shit in my life. I've screwed people over. Absolutely. Because in this capitalistic society that we want to live in, that 
We want the best for us. We want the best for our families. And a lot of times we make bad decisions in the progress and in process of trying to achieve those things. That is called being human. Neither one of those guys are perfect. They're both flawed. But what Trump thinks about this non-issue or what Biden thinks about this other non-issue over here, I don't give a shit. I care about the, the policies that you can enact or the policies you say you're going to take away that are going to affect my bottom dollar. You're going, how is it going to affect my ability to be able to provide for my family? If Biden wins and he puts in the, the health care mandate back in Obamacare, that takes food off of my table. I don't like that. Fuck you. I ain't voting for you. He's openly come out and said he's going to raise taxes. Look at the amount that he's going to raise taxes. Now, here's the thing. A lot of you, and, and the candidates do this a lot of the time, they'll do this thing where it's like, well, they, we keep talking and uh, you know, it just bugs me to death. Joe Biden acts like we all do nothing but sit around a fucking kitchen table. I, I don't know. I don't remember the last time we, we have a kitchen table. I don't remember the last time we sat around it. But everything is always you, John Q, Jane Q, public sitting at home around the kitchen table. None of us got time to sit around the fucking table, Joe. We're out trying to make a living. We're out trying to build a business. We're trying to get our kids in college. We're trying to pay for our kids in college. We don't have time to sit around the kitchen table and worry about all this shit you worry about. Real people. You need to look at this. And if, and if you're thinking about the taxes and, and, and you come at one of those one of these places from one of these places where you're like, well, it's it's the rich people. The rich people are getting the tax breaks. Well, you're goddamn right. They're getting the tax breaks because they're paying for your way of life. If you work for anybody, chances are ninety nine point nine percent of you are working for somebody that falls into the tax bracket that's going to get hit the worst. And we can sit around and hate those people because they're rich, hate those people because they're wealthy. But it's funny. When you motherfuckers look around on social media, all you guys want to be that. All you guys want to have that car. You want to have that big house. You want to have all that. Nothing wrong with rich celebrities because you want that lifestyle. But, but on the other side of the coin, we demonize corporations. Those rich people are bad. But these celebrity rich people, I want that lifestyle. I want that handbag. I want that car. I want that bracelet. I want that wallet. I want that motorcycle. I want that car. That's okay. So for those of you that, that pay attention, you have to realize if you're getting a paycheck from a company, that company is going to be hit very hard with taxes. In some cases, doubled. Now, depending on where you are on the food chain, what always happens, happens always. Every single time. Anytime taxes get raised, it affects the people on the bottom. So when you tax the top end, you are going to affect the people in the middle. Middle America, as they like to call it. Those are the people it hits. Because the people, again, the people at the top, they're not going to take money off of their salary. They're going to take money out of yours to cover it. I ask you and I, I implore you, and I know most of you, as we sit here today, elections tomorrow, many of you have probably already are early voted. I early voted. I, I, if you haven't voted, I implore you, please take just a second 
and think about why you're voting for who you're voting for. Forget Fox News, forget MSNBC, forget CNN, forget Twitter, forget Facebook, forget celebrities telling you who you should vote for and why. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm telling you who I'm voting for and why. I don't give a shit who you vote for unless you're not voting for real reasons. And that's what I wanted to talk about. If you're casting your vote because of climate change, you're a fucking idiot. If you're casting your vote based on anything else that doesn't affect your date tomorrow, what is January 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th of next year going to look like? You're making and casting a vote and casting decisions, making decisions for all the wrong reasons. And you can disagree with me, and I'm fine with that. But I hope that you're casting your vote not along a party line, but I hope you're casting your vote with thinking about the person that I'm voting for. What do they really have control over that is going to affect me and my daily, everyday life? They try to use all of these other issues to separate us. When in all honesty, it's like I said before, none of those issues matter. It's great that you have your belief, whether it's on health care or whether it's on abortion or foreign policy or the Supreme Court or any of those other things. Those are great. We all have our beliefs and beliefs are great. They're fundamentally part of who we are. But none of those things affect what happens to us when we wake up tomorrow. Not a single one of them. I am a little worried about tomorrow. I don't believe that no matter who wins, I don't believe that the loser is going to go quietly and peacefully into the night. Other than Biden, if Biden loses, I, I, he's number one, you got to understand. And I think that's one of the reasons people dislike Trump so much. A lot of people do is because he does what he wants to do and there's no there's no organization of people propping him up behind him. He just they all kind of have to follow where he leads. There there are there are 300 people in the Democratic Party that are propping Joe Biden up. I think Joe would go peacefully into the night. Joe looks like he just wants to be on a boat fishing somewhere in Delaware and being left the fuck alone. But it's it's Kamala Harris. It it is AOC. It is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all of these far leftists that are propping him up. They are not going to go quietly into the night. Same thing on the Trump side. If Trump loses, it it ain't going to be pretty. If Biden uh, loses, it ain't going to be pretty. If you thought that the Bush-Gore election was a fiasco, you haven't seen anything yet. Unless what happens is exactly what I think is going to happen. And that is, I think Trump's going to win by a landslide. I think there is so, I think that this time around, that the Democratic Party and those that are aligned with the Democratic Party, your Twitters, your Facebooks, uh, everybody but Fox News and even Fox News is questionable. They are so intent on silencing the other side of the argument 
that all we're, we're we're being told that this race is close. We're being told that Joe Biden is in the lead in the polls. We were told that in 2016 as well. I think they're trying to influence the election through getting all of that information out there. But when I'm in California and I, all these cars are passing me, which Biden will win California, don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about indicators. Everywhere I go all over the United States, I see nothing but Trump signs. I see nothing but Trump bumper stickers. Every once in a while, I'll see a Biden bumper sticker on a Prius. I think it's going to be a landslide. I don't think it's nearly as close as the media is trying to lead you to believe that it is. I'll wrap this up and and I'll, I'll wrap it up by, by saying this. I, I don't care which political party you're affiliated with. I don't use your personal beliefs or your political beliefs as a reason for me not to like you. I never have. I think we've done so more over the last 11 years. I do think that a lot of ideologically, the country is divided. But I don't think there is this animosity and hate that we keep being told that there is. We can disagree and we can still be friends. I have never picked my my circle of friends based on their political beliefs or who they voted for because I don't care. All of you out there that are listening that are going to vote or have voted for Biden, I love you. And we can be friends. I am proud that you believe what you believe. I am grateful that we live in a country where you can think differently than I do. I'm also grateful that we can come together. We can go to a football game. Uh, we can get together on the weekends. And none of that is predicated on who I voted for or who you voted for. I don't think we're as divided as we're being told that we are. And I think tomorrow we might just start to see that come to fruition. I don't know how tomorrow is going to turn out. But I think it's going to be interesting to see. Guys, thank you for being here. I know some of you don't like the political stuff. But I feel like it's important. Here we are. I mean, it's the day before the election. Um, and I just wanted to get some stuff off my chest. And it's my podcast, so that's kind of what I wanted to do. Guys, be safe out there. Be careful if you're going to go vote tomorrow. Most everybody I know has voted early. But be safe out there. And, and try, if we could all somehow get to a point where we just didn't care who the other person voted for, if that was now not a criteria of whether or not we can get along, man, we could really accomplish some amazing things. Guys, thank you for being here for another episode. I will see you again on Friday. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And I want to mention something. Those of you, there's been thousands. I I looked at the number the other day. It was over 10,000 of you have taken my free artist development masterclass. It is free until November 19th. So what is that now? Like uh, 
17 more days, it's going to be free. After that, it will not be free anymore. So if you've been considering taking the Artist Development Masterclass and you haven't signed up for it yet, go to thestevefreeman.com. There's a banner at the top of the page. It says, click here to take my free Artist Development Masterclass. Take that. It's only free for another 16 days. Guys, thank you for being here. I love each and every one of you, regardless of your political beliefs and your political opinions. And I hope you feel the same way about me. Guys, until the next episode, keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you Friday. This is the Steve Freeman Podcast.